Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of The Frenzy. With me, your host, Freddy Aloso, with my co-host, Joey the Eagle. What's going on, Joe? What's up, buddy? How's hanging? It's going good, man. So, we're coming to you guys a little late. It's Monday evening over here. Um, what's been new with you, man? You know how it is, chilling. I know you didn't get to make it, but we had our uh, little company basketball game that, uh, for those of you who don't know, Freddie is a constant all-star in this game. Loves to take out the women and children, and I mean that quite literally. All women that do participate. One, one time, man. It was pure instinct. I turned, I swatted the ball. She fell backwards. was not my fault. You know, in some countries, that would be considered battery, what you did to that poor woman. Not only did you do that, but you did it with her husband in the game watching. How did he take that, Fred? I did. He gave me the business when we came up the other end. I got a he nice did. little elbow to the chest. I, I took it. I, I understood where he was coming from. He got one shot. That was it. All I'm saying is without you there... There is video very- proof of this, ladies and gentlemen. So maybe once we go, once we go up on YouTube, we'll, we'll throw that short clip up for you guys. Do you have it? You still have the clip. <laughs> I still have it. Yeah, I still have. It. That's your proudest moment of your athletic career. You can you can see Joey on the bench just standing up, shaking his head. <laughs> I don't even remember my reaction. I just remember his reaction, and then I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you see you and Lev in the background just. Pure, pure shaking heads. I mean, listen, we're not trying to start a ruckus there. You know, we still got to go to work the next day. But you missed out, man. We, uh, the, the cadets came to play. They still got smoked by 20. Nice. That nice. felt good. So where dropped 30, you dropped a 32 piece on them. Nah, man, I had a, I had a 38 piece chicken nugget, man. 38 Although, piece. yo, check this out, right? So this is how I know I'm starting to get a little older, though, right? right. I was on a fast break, split the double team. Felt good, right? Was going uh-huh. up for the nice little finger roll. Yeah, I caught a flat tire. <laughs> Is Yo. that when you dumped it off? Because I, I came in on the way out, and I looked over, and I saw you no, no, drive, no and you off. dished I was, it off. I was, fully, I was fully committed. This was going to be a nice little finger roll. You know, my two seconds of air time that I get, that was going to be that was gonna be the shot. You That's know, and I jumped, of it. Yeah. And, and my body said, my mind said, you got it. And then my body was like, chill, bro. You should have just took the jump shot, pulled up for the nice 15-footer. You ain't about to make it. So I was caught, and I just had to toss it up, and it just it just rimmed out. And it looked it looked pretty bad. I'm, uh, I'm going to edit that out, but don't you worry. <laughs> nice. Nice. So it's, it's been a little, little bit. We've got some MB, uh, NBA news to get to. We've got some NFL news to get to. We had a big week in the some NFL. NFL news would be an understatement, my friend. Yeah. A lot of move-ins and going-ons in the NFL that we'll get to a little later. But uh, let's jump into it, man. We got UFC news. We had Darren Till versus Jorge Masvidal over the weekend. And Jorge Masvidal laid the boom on Darren Till in his backyard. And to be honest with you, right, like, you know, I was trying. I really did try to catch that fight. But you know how my sleeping my sleeping habits are, you know, I laid down and, and I don't remember anything after that, but, but this was at, you know, like four o'clock in the afternoon. No. Yeah, I know. It's called a pre-day nap. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I had to take, I I had to take that. I know about those. I I tried. Um, but I did wake up, you know, around eight ish. And like you said, saw I saw the boom laid. I was satisfied. I got my little, you know, five second fix in. That wasn't the only boom he laid that night though. I don't know if no, you caught the, no. the after effects of uh, Edwards talking smack in the back to Masvidal. And in Masvidal's, in his words, he gave him the little the little three-piece with the soda. On the side, boy. He, he liked <laughs> him up. And he See, sent this him is on why, his way. Listen, this is why I love, and like, I love sports in general, right? But when you talk about UFC and boxing, this isn't like these other sports where they're going to sit there and they're going to argue and they're going to push each other and wait for security to come, right? These are, 
you know, th- these people are used to handling theirs with their fists. Yeah. Like they're about that action. So when I saw them mouthing off, first of all, I know you're a wrestling fan. I thought it was straight out of the WWE or something. I was watching it and I was like, yo, shut up. Somebody's going to stop him from getting to him. Yo, my man went over there. I don't know if you saw people, but he put his hands behind yeah. his back. He was like, yeah, I'm just chilling. And then as soon as he went to, to open his mouth, my man hit him. And he caught him good because he got yeah, a big gap under his, under his eye. Right under his eye, yeah. And the yeah. best part about it all is they can have a chance to settle it. Yeah. Edwards you know what I'm saying? talking about when he sees him, he's it's going to be a fight, whether it's in the cage or it's out. Bro, I very rarely, okay, I very rarely make it a point to catch weigh-ins. If I catch them, I'll watch them. Bro, <clears> I will be watching that weigh-in. Oh, 100%. Because they are going to need an army of people, and but they, they probably won't even have them weighing in in the same room. And might I point out, I know they came out and they said, we got to find out, you know, we got to find out a way for this to not happen. This shouldn't happen at backstage if they're event. And I get it. The optic at first is bad, but it could be a lot worse, right? That's bringing a lot of uh, a lot of publicity, whether it be negative or positive, you know? Yeah. That's building up a feud. I guarantee you there's going to be a whole bunch of people that weren't. When those two names came up on the fight card, if this wasn't the altercation that happened, yeah. wouldn't watch yeah. the fight. You got they, these dudes throwing hands behind the scenes. Now you're like, all right, I'm interested. What's up? When's this fight taking place? Yeah, 100%. So, so it could be worse. Yeah. And then we also got news that UFC has... Not only they already had their exclusive with ESPN Plus, but they signed extra motivation here with them for the exclusive on their pay-per-views. So all UFC pay-per-views will now be going through the ESPN Plus app. Do not be confused as I was thinking that you signed up for the four ninety nine and you get all the pay-per-views for free. You, my friend, got me super hyped. That is not the case, guys. Okay. Well, when you said that and then sent it, and I went under the assumption that that's indeed what was happening, I was hyped. I mean, I did see that ESPN Plus getting, you know, ticked up from the four ninety nine. I think they're charging. Yeah. But I said, yo, maybe they gave them enough money to offset the the, the, the money on their end, and ESPN is is looking at it from an endorsement side, being able to get money more from from them. Obviously everyone's still going to eat with this deal. Um, you were telling me that I think it's a little cheaper if you have the ESPN Plus now, currently? Yes. So the UFC pay-per-views, I believe, are seventy four ninety nine HD or whatever it is. So with that deal, you'll get them now for fifty nine ninety nine instead of seventy four ninety nine. Now, Fred, me and you know a guy who knows a guy who might know a guy that streams said fights, and uh, yeah, I ain't paying eighty bucks. Yeah, I would Not much st- rather either stream it or go watch it somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doubling up, and if it's a fight in New York, I'll just go see it. Yeah, but I will take watching those ESPN Plus fights, those fight yeah. lives, and those they've been putting on some pretty good cards. So, yo, and their boxing, that. their their boxing fights that they've had, yeah, have been. I've been pretty uh, legit. Um, so, yeah, man. And also, don't forget, they did sign uh, Tyson Fury. So, ESPN has the rights to Tyson Fury. So, his fights will probably be on the network some way or another. Yeah, and uh, if he fights as uh, as he did against Wilder, I mean, I was, I was really entertained. Hopefully, they go at it again, which means ESPN Plus would probably carry that fight, too. I hope so, man. That's that fight's too good to pass up. We also yeah, did have we had Spence and Garcia this weekend. I mean, listen, if anybody who knows boxing, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you don't even need to know boxing. Just, just, just look at the logistics of this fight. Garcia had to go up two weight classes right. to get into the right. ring with Spence, right? If you see the weight that he put on, like if you just look at the weigh-ins when they were standing next to each other, my man did not put on the weight the right way. It looked sloppy a little bit. Yeah, like just because you went up to weight classes doesn't mean you went about it correctly. You know, this wasn't a, 
like a like a, a year buildup where you know you could put on the weight gradually and then be introduced. Like he had to put on this weight relatively fast, and you're fighting a guy who's you know at the top of the game or damn near at the top of the game at his weight that he's comfortable at. Yeah. At, at fighting, um, and he picked him apart, man. I mean, he he beat his ass. I give uh, I give the guy credit for moving up and fighting him, and. All this sets up in my eyes is the fight that I really want to see, which is him and Buddy Crawford getting into the ring, yeah, and uh, and settling that because I think that that'll be a good fight. That's gonna be pretty sweet. I hope that happens soon. We also did get news that Canelo versus Jacobs is happening as well. I believe May he always, sometime. He always fights. Yeah, close. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, he always fights close. I mean, hopefully he stays away from the contaminated meat. Jewel, <laughs> Jewel, right, man. Jure. You can't be eating that meat over in Mexico. You're right, man. And some baseball news. The Yankees officially signed Gio Gonzalez to bluster that uh, pitching rotation, which has taken a hit with CC being out for a little bit and also Severino. Give me... Just quick, off the top of your head, we didn't talk about this pre-show, but give me your top five for the MLB this season. For the season? Or give me, instead of top five, your final four. Two in the West, two in the East. Honestly, man, I'd have to I'd have to sit down and look. I mean, obviously, I'm going to have the Yankees. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the additions that they had were, were strong. Um Man, because I feel like there was a lot of movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Phillies yeah. are another team that look really good, but you don't know if their young players are going to be able to play up to that potential. That's true. And and, and surround Bryce Harper with with the supporting cast that he's going to need. We don't know what he's going to look like in a role such as this, because in the Nationals, let's be honest, while he was putting up monster numbers, they really weren't winning games. So now they're in a position where the all eyes are on him. He's locked into this mega deal. Now he's got to start producing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. It, I, I what I will say is I think that the baseball season is 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 going to be definitely exciting with all the movement that's been happening with the players. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the two big free agents. We were a little disappointed to see Manny go out to San Diego because we don't think that their team's going to be that relevant yet. Right. Um. But but we'll see, man. I mean. Me and you both being Yankee fans, I think we can go into the season feeling pretty confident, uh, barring any injuries. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if the Mets can finally stay healthy. You know, just I just want to see that pitching staff for one year. I mean, I know their offense isn't anything to write home about, right. but they have right. the horses, you know, in 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 their pitching stable to to be like you know a, a dark horse team. They also got a catcher that can finally throw somebody out at second base, and it's not a liability standing back there. So This is true, and hopefully Gary Sanchez can catch the ball, so all the New York baseball teams shall prosper. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. Let's, let's cross Who's your top four? Out. My top four, I'd have to go Yanks, and it's, it's between Boston and um, – Houston. Yeah, man. Houston. You know, I got a, I got a soft spot for Altuve, so you know, I gotta I gotta root for Houston too. Well, not root for them, but I I don't mind seeing them do good. Yeah. My boy Correa out there does it. Yes, the the Puerto Rican wonder. Yeah, and then in the in the National League side, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I don't know if the Phillies can do it. I don't know how their pitching staff is really gonna round itself out. The Dodgers, they always seem to be there, but I think uh, the Cubs may turn it around this year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Cubs, the Cubs, I mean, they look like a team that could be, you know, Theo Epstein was building another monster. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's already walking into the Hall of Fame, no doubt. I mean, he, he ended the two biggest curses in baseball with the Red Sox and then going over to do it with the Cubs, but you saw with their young group of players after that first World Series, I kind of thought they were going to take off running. 
So it's been kind of a disappointment to see them reeling back um, as far as success. They but hopefully in, they-, they kind of went all in that, yeah. the year they won it with Chapman and um, what's it called? Miller. And they kind of blew up. Well, they didn't get Miller, but Chapman. And they kind of blew up their farm system a little bit, trying to get those guys to get that World Series. Yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I am excited for the baseball season. Milwaukee might be it too, man. They were close last year. I think they might pull a little something out of the hat and get back up there. Hey, but you know, man, baseball season is hella long. So we will have months and months and months and more months to be able to debate. (laughs) And if you guys are down, we've got a – Yankee insider that we can uh, we can bring on the show. Give us a little Yankee Yankee. I don't report. know. Bro. I don't even know if the Yankees fans are ready for that. <laughs> That's our boy, man. Shout out Gordy. Yeah, shout out to Gordy. But um, NBA. It's the last two weeks, three weeks of the season, right? You We're know, as a as. A, as a Heat fan, I really don't. I don't look forward to the postseasons anymore. Ever <laughs> since that guy, uh, that guy left. But it is nice seeing Wade, you know, play well. Although I don't know, do you think he's going through a midlife crisis? Like I love D Wade. Don't get me wrong, but I just wasn't expecting the braids. I think it's the the in look right now. I don't know, man. I just I was so used to you know. I've even seen him shave it completely bald, but the braid. The braids just kind of threw me off. I wasn't ready for that, but yeah. it is what it is, man. He's playing. He's playing solid. But yeah, let's we'll, we'll talk relevant basketball. Go ahead, man. We got a couple weeks to end the season. A couple weeks to end the season. We've got uh, the East shaping up to be a battle come playoff time. I think yes. One of those top four guys is they're gonna battle it out, and it's gonna be one hell of a playoff to watch. But I still think. The championship goes to the West. What we need to do, right? And I agree with you on the West, but since you had brought up the East, right? We need to really show love to, I think, if not the best, one of the best coaching jobs done is with those Indiana Pacers. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Mm -hmm. They lost Victor Oladipo, who is a perennial all-star player, the engine that made them go. And for anyone who's been watching basketball, it just wasn't a good fit for him aside uh, aside Russell Westbrook. But when he got to Indiana, comfortably where he played college basketball as a Hoosier, he really took off, man. And I loved watching that guy play. So when he went down with that injury, I thought it was a wrap. I was like, nope, this is is not going to... This isn't going to look good. And for as good as Paul George has been playing, and I know he's an MVP caliber player this year, um, you can't really uh, look down upon what Indiana got in return for Paul George because all of those players are pulling their their own weight. So I think it was a win-win for for both organizations. But um, like you had said, the East looks like it's shaping up. I don't know, man. Milwaukee's good. They got to show me that they could do it in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, as much as I love, I think Antetokounmpo is amazing. I must watch TV. Um, in the playoffs, when I know people criticize the NBA for not playing defense, but the game does, the, at least the pace of the game slows down. You're playing, you know, you're able to scout a team and then play that team for yeah, what could be a seven game series. Mm hmm. So you start to know and learn players' tendencies, whether if they're going right, are they more likely to pull up for that jump shot? Or if they're going left, they're more likely to, you know, take the ball to the basket, vice versa. <clears throat> so I, I want to see Milwaukee in that in that environment. Um, I don't know if you saw the game last week. Or actually, it wasn't even last week. I think it was just a couple of days ago. But um, Philly played Milwaukee. Yeah, last night. It was last night? All right, yeah. Oh, I'm, I've been watching so much basketball, dude. It's like one giant <laughs> game. But, uh, yeah, uh, that that was a that was an exciting game. I would love to see them, you know, match up in the playoffs. Yeah. I still nice think, series. even though Boston's sitting at, I think it's five, right? Five now? I think so. Um, I think they're a team to be reckoned with still. I mean, they have so much talent. So much talent. 
that you have to think if they're able to get on the same page, they can um, they can make a run. But like you said, I think it's coming out of the West. Yeah, I got the game going right here. I got Golden State and San Antonio, and I feel like I'm playing with the old 2K team because I'm seeing Andrew Bogut run up and down the court with Golden State. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. hold on a second. But Bogut went over to Australia, won his little MVP over there, which uh, Australia has a great league. Yeah. They have one of the more competitive leagues um, outside of the NBA. But, yeah, man, he, he's now he's making that NBA money. Must be nice, right? Transition yeah. from uh, one team to the next. Come kind of right back to where you left off? Yeah. Yeah, and now he's, you know, he's out there. He's probably going to get another ring this year. So, good for him. Yeah, hats off to him. But, guys, we'll have some more NBA stuff. Stay tuned. Check out uh, Team Left Jab Uncensored. Joey and I are going to be doing a, a little clip on there on the great debate that everyone always has. LeBron Dude. versus MJ. You know my feelings on this, Fred. I know, man. We'll, this, say, we'll, save, this, it, we'll save it for the uncensored show. All I'm saying is they're a year late, all right? This, <laughs> this is a bad debate to be having right now. I'm not trying to look at this in a vacuum seal. You know, I know it's, it's based on the whole total picture, but damn, is it hard to make this argument. Right, yeah. It's tough right now. Very it, tough. It, it, for your, yo, it is for your side of the argument, it's very tough. Yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, you were about to segue into into some foosball. To our bread and butter. There, there we go. You know, 24-7, 365, football That's don't stop. how we do it. Guys, if you could see the text between Joe and I. All day long. It's strictly all football. All the time. Except when you do dumb shit, like mess with my wipers <laughs> while I'm at work, and I got to go home like that. And the only reason why I don't mess with your car is last time I messed with your side view mirrors, you was driving Noah home and didn't realize till you got on the highway. <laughs> That's true. That's very yeah, true. I know it's true. Bad, bad <laughs> fathering. You're supposed to look at your mirrors. First thing they teach you when you get in the car, Fred. They do. They do. Or your so wipers, because you know if they're standing up while you're driving, they're kind of in your way. So you want to make sure you get those down just in case it rains. So we're still on the wipers thing. Just, just throwing nah, it. All right. No problem. Be a shame if I cut your brakes one day. <laughs> but let's get into it, man. NFL. Tons of moves. The big fish have fallen. They are. This isn't MLB. Signing day, trade deadline, opening of the season, winter meetings. Did I say NBA? Sorry, MLB. No, no, wait, wait. No, nah, I'm still tripping. You said big fish falling. Yeah, they're <laughs> off the board, man. The is big fish the, fall? Is, is that the not, that's not the right analogy here? I don't know if fish fall. Is I it, guess like on Shark Week, when they come out of the water, they fall back into the water. Is that where you were it, going here? Is this lamb and tuna fish? Like prefer? they say dominoes. They say the dominoes, like dominoes fall. The domino, big fish big, fall. Maybe, big maybe fish not. Maybe. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll start in something new here. Maybe, All right, so maybe what are we going with new. so I can use it again? The big fish have fallen. The big fish have fallen. Okay, yeah. great. Sounds like uh, – <laughs> all right, cool. We'll run with it. So the big fish have fallen. You tell me what fallen fish have fell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try saying that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Le'Veon Bell. To the Jets, A.B. to Oakland. Mr. Big Chest himself. Some of the big moves, we'll kind of go, we'll do a quick team by team. We got Terrell Suggs moved. He is now in Arizona. Mark Ingram, Earl Thomas in Baltimore. Cole Beasley, Frank Gore. Yo, bro, I thought you said big names. What you doing here, man? You ain't going to hit me with the Earl Thomas? I did. I hit, I said Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram. Oh, my bad. That big fish has fallen. I'm sorry. <laughs> the biggest news, though, before we get to the rest of these, the biggest trade I've seen in a while, or biggest name player, 
being traded and the compensation, in my opinion, not being adequate, I would say, Odell Beckham being traded to the Browns for a one, I believe it's a three, yes. and Jabril Peppers. And Jabril I, Peppers. I, I just don't see that being equal value back for an Odell Beckham Jr. So my real question to you is how long do we have to make this a segment? Because this <laughs> might take all damn night. Yeah. Actually, this is, you know, fun fact. This, as you know, was a trade that the trade happened and uh, the Giants felt so bad about making this trade that they actually just com- they went and combined it, the trade that they met earlier in the week. So I guess on paper it could kind of look better. Like they got, you know, like we didn't just trade Beckham for this. We actually trade Olivier Vernon and Beckham and yeah. got this back. <laughs> like let's you just combine it. It still let's, doesn't make it any better. Let's just mosh it up so that it looks better. Yeah, it doesn't make it any better. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I tried <sighs> – I thought you were joking when you hit me with that text message because I wasn't by my phone. Yeah, Joey was balling as he usually is. Listen, man, I got to do something to stay young. But I thought it was a joke when you sent me that. I was like, haha, very funny, bro. Like, why are you wasting my time with this? And then <laughs> Adam Schefter, dun na na hit with the tweet, tweet bomb. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is for real. So I thought I was actually – curious to see what the haul was you know i thought it was going to be something pretty uh pretty outlandish now i mean i don't know man i think my biggest my biggest issue with how all this went down is um i guess the timing of it how so like all right i get i get that you don't want you don't want Odell Beckham for whatever reason you made that decision. Okay, cool. But I feel like all the moves that the Giants have made or have went on to make have been like months, if not years short, too short, too soon. You know, mm-hmm. like if you didn't want Odell, and I meant to say too late actually, but like if you didn't want Odell Beckham, you should have never signed him to that big ass contract. Larry right? Collins. If you didn't want him, you should have traded him to the Chiefs last year when you had the chance. Pick. Yeah. You know, like I can't. I don't really care what the GMs say as far as because most of the time they're BSing us whether they're rebuilding, they're not rebuilding, whatever. I don't care, right? Like I just look at the moves and I, and that'll tell me what your plan is. I'm not gonna go off of whatever you say you're doing with your franchise. Right. But like. Whether you're rebuilding or not, smart teams, bottom line, don't let go of an asset and just let it walk out the door for nothing. 100%. So I don't care if you're rebuilding. I don't care if you're trying to win more games with Eli. Either way, you cannot let a Pro Bowl safety walk out. For nothing. Nothing. They didn't even – nothing. I mean, all right, granted, they will get a compensatory pick. And that's if they don't add more people than they lose, and then you got to play that whole game. So they may or may not get that compensatory pick, and normally that pick is later on in the in the rounds. Um, so it's not it's going to be more like a fourth. Yeah. And what did you replace them with? Well, they, I think what they're gonna see. Here's my problem, right? Is mm-hmm. if you look at Jabril Peppers. Who, who had a good year last year, he reminds me, he's not the player that Landon Collins is, but he reminds me of the mold that Landon Collins is. A player that's better closer into the box, a player that'll lay the boom, might struggle a little bit in coverage. So if you're getting rid of Landon Collins because you, you want more of that interchangeable safety look that some teams are deploying, right. then why bring in another safety that has the same issues or, you know, the same – plays the same way as a Collins would. Is it fair to say he's he's comparable to Taylor Mays from a few years back? No, nah, I think – Or a I little think, more skilled. I think he's a, 
nah, he's a way better player than uh, no disrespect to Mays, but Mays, Mays, even in college, man, what what really got Mays on the map was his combine. You know, yeah. he was a workout warrior, specimen. Like he he looked the part, he ran the part. I forgot what his forty was, but he was smoking for a safety, and he was a big physical player. Um, and it was it was easy playing in that defense. Uh yeah, loaded. Yeah, Cushing's Rivers, uh, Matthews, they were loaded. Yeah, so he was kind of able to you know do his thing and then hit like a dump truck. Yeah. Uh, so Peppers is definitely a, I would say a better football player than him. I just don't understand the fit if that's not the player you were looking for in Collins. Um, he is cheaper, but then again he hasn't done what Collins has done neither. So you got to give and take a little. Um, the first round pick. Cool. It's in the later teens. We'll see what they do with it. And then the third round pick. My biggest thing is, is if they made all these moves and then go up and get their predecessor to Eli and the dude balls out, it's water under the bridge. Right. You did what had to be done. However, if you believe reports that are coming out now that they're not really interested in Haskins and they don't really like Murray because you know, he's too small for them. They want a big quarterback. I, a, so they basically want uh, Superman is what they want, right? They, want, they, don't, they, won't, they don't want a quarterback like Eli who's immobile, but they yeah. don't want a smaller quarterback neither, right? So tell me who, who that is. Who's big, fast? Who, who has the combination of both? And before you throw out Cam Newton, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, that's the only guy Correct. I can think of. Okay, great. Cam Newton. First of all, there has never been a player like Cam Newton that plays the quarterback spot. There's still, even though he's been in the league for a couple of years, not a player that's been close to, to matching that type of physique to go along with everything else he possesses. Yeah. But what's the knock on him? He's not a pure pack, pocket passer. He's has a couple good years. And yes, that arm, the, the arm was an issue this year. So we'll see if maybe the decline in him throwing the ball was due to that arm but my biggest problem with it is is okay you want cam newton right they don't grow on trees athletes like that are hard to find and when you do find them it's not like cam newton's been invincible yeah yeah and he, they've been running him. most of last year right they kind I'm of sorry? shut him down they shut him down towards the end of last year yeah they they shut him down toward the end of last year um they weren't even sure if he was going to be able to play this year if you remember, they, they were talking about possibly shutting him down. Yeah, um, I do remember that. And he just yes. lost his, his favorite target. Yeah. Yeah, Funches went to, to Indianapolis. Well, Funches and, and Olsen. Oh, yeah, Olsen gone. too. I was yeah. thinking Olsen missed so much time last year, you know? Yeah. So they're looking. And, and another thing that bothers me, dude, is they came out last year and said they weren't in love with any of the quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Every draft expert said that this quarterback class was loaded. So you're the one team that can't find one quarterback that everybody else loves, loves. The, the whole yeah. draft. They love three or four quarterbacks in that draft. You can't find one you like. It's true. And, and a quarterback, very few come in, such as Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, as finished products. Like, how many quarterbacks do you see drafted that, that – we, we pick anyone. You want to pick Mahomes? When Mahomes was coming out, nobody was calling for Mahomes to be the first pick in the draft. It's true. Nobody was saying he was a finished product. Kansas City saw him and said, we can work with this. We can develop this. You Why are the Andy. Giants not doing that? Yeah. You're not going to find a quarterback you love. These are kids. They're going to your team to learn how to become great quarterbacks. Once-in-a-generation quarterback. So you're going to sit here and suck ass until that once-in-a-generation quarterback comes. And guess what? You might not be in position to pick him because the chances are the team that's in front of you that has the worst record is going to need a quarterback. Yeah. So what and are you waiting it's, for? It's not like how – this is one thing that I hate. All the teams now think that, okay, you're going to get this quarterback from, you know, whatever team in college, and they're going to come in right away. The great quarterbacks that have come into this league have sat a couple years. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, 
Eli Manning stat. Like, it it doesn't just happen that the very first year you come in and you're a stud. Well, you know Baker screwed that up. Yeah, Baker. Who was it, Matty Ice? Yeah. It was like those guys like that that, you know, they don't come along very often, but they broke the mold of the true – I don't want to say lineage, but the progression of how it is to be a quarterback in the NFL. I think, all right, so I agree with your statement, but I also want to I want to counter that by mm-hmm. saying the reason why Baker Mayfield, obviously it has to do with how good of a football player he is, let's be honest, right? right. But more so than that, a lot of – so a lot of the players coming into the NFL are used to the college game, right? So these GMs, these coaches, know they have a short window. It's not like the old times where you sign a coach. And aside from the Steelers, who have had like two head coaches since like I was in diapers, um, right? Most of these teams, they hire these GMs and coaches for a two to three year window, right? Yep. And if you think I'm lying, go ask Arizona because they fired both of them in a year. <laughs> they did. Right. So what coaches and GMs alike are doing is they're saying, dude, we only have two or three years. Screw trying to teach them these complex NFL schemes. Give me a guy, show me what he did good in college, and we are going to make it work in the NFL. NFL. So uh, you're going to see a lot more quarterbacks having success early on in their careers, not because they're sitting there digesting the NFL game and, oh, my God. You're having this happen because coaches and GMs do not have a long shelf life. They don't have a long shelf life. They need success immediately. As soon as a GM or coach picks their quarterback, they are on the clock. They have two years. The first year, training wheels. Second year, you better show me something. Make the playoffs or bust, basically. This was unless, the, this is unless you're Marvin Lewis and then you have well, all the time in the world. I'm talking about real NFL teams. No disrespect. Love AJ Green. <laughs> That's my boy. But uh, they've been chilling with the medi- mediocrity that is Andy Dalton for some time now. Um, so, yeah, man. I just – you can even look at it with offensive linemen. Like these linemen that are coming in, they always say that they take time to develop. Mm-hmm. Again, coaches don't have time. They're on the clock. So they go, you know what? We're going to spread out the ball so that these linemen don't have to sit here and block and and, and, uh, and gap scheme so that, you know, this one's pulling. So a lot of the offenses, which is why I'm interested to see what this Arizona head coach does this year. And speaking of Arizona, the Giants in Arizona, maybe there may be some mutual interest with Rosen there with the pick, so. So here's my problem. Let's see what happens on draft night. Fred, my issue with the Giants, and I don't mean to pick on them, but damn, it's easy. Bro, they came out and said, we took Saquon Barkley because he was the best player in the draft. Fine. Yeah. And we weren't in love with any of the quarterbacks. So you weren't in love with any of the quarterbacks, but you're cool with sloppy seconds. Now you're going to go after Rosen after you just came out (laughs) and said – you you didn't want any of them. And you didn't even – you don't have to say you didn't want any of them. You, you had a chance, aside from Baker Mayfield, to get your pick of the litter. And if you remember correctly, last year there weren't too many people banging on the table saying Baker was going to be the number one guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they had their pick of the three, quote, unquote, you know, franchise quarterbacks in his draft. They passed on all of them. So now you're telling me a year later, after a bad rookie season, and I'm not going to blame it all on Rosen because he was in a he was in a bad, bad spot last year in Arizona. But dude, now all of a sudden you love him. Now you want to bring him in. It's like they have no they have no plan. They're they're just wheeling and dealing and praying it works. And trust me, as an Eagles fan, I am loving it. <laughs> it's true, man. They're throwing shit at the wall, hoping something sticks. Yeah, dude, you can't run. You can't run an organ. And you know who I feel the worst for? Because I actually, in the two times that we played Saquon, he absolutely destroyed us. You know, like he's he's amazing. I think, I think he's gone. Come come, what's it? Year three or four of that rookie deal, he's out. 
I just it sucks because you're watching a player that's so talented, so good, and they're gonna beat the brakes off this kid. He's gonna get the ball. Okay, Odell Beckham's not there anymore. So now they really don't have a reason. Like before, they were stacking the box, you know, but they'd still pay attention to Odell. And yes, most of the time, double him. I'm not going to say that because of Saquon. They totally stopped paying attention to Beckham. But they had something to worry about on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, they're going to tee off. They're going to put, I don't care how good the kid is. 10 guys in the box. 10. Plus the water boy, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna lay him down yeah, this year. Yeah, they, he and you know the Giants, right? The Giants are gonna do. Uh, this kind of reminds me of the Le'Veon Bell situation. That he was like, "Bro, I touched the ball 450 times this year, and you're still gonna franchise me." Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you, Bell either gets that number or exceeds that number. Wouldn't be, or you mean Saquon gets that number? I mean, excuse yeah. me, yeah, I Saquon. Is, I got you. Saquon is going to get a, a boatload of touches, dude. Yeah. Let's just hope he stays healthy, man. I hope so. But let's get back into this. We got uh, just going down the list here, Nick Foles to Jacksonville, which we talked about. We touched on um, Carlos Hyde and the Honey Badger to Kansas City. We got um, some – Big names staying put. Dante Fowler. We had Eric Weddle go to the char- uh, to the Rams. You know, New England kind of stayed put. Didn't really do much. Teddy Bridgewater stayed home. Um, your Eagles. You want to give us your your little Eagles update on your boys uh, out there? Uh, you know, Sean Jackson's back, baby. <laughs> D. Jackson's back. D. Jackson's back. Not to mention Malik Jackson. So we got two Jacksons for the price of one. Yeah. So I think uh, Malik Jackson next to Fletcher Cox is going to be one hell of a uh, a duo. I think I read somewhere that forgot the year, but might have might have been since he became a starter. But they're they're both in the top four of QB pressures for defensive tackles. So good luck with that. So that that's kind of it on the big moves there. But I wanted to get your thoughts on this. It it kind of bothered me as a Canes fan. Sean Taylor's number 21 in Washington is going to be unretired. And Landon Collins will now wear the number 21. Huge fan of Sean Taylor growing up. His inspiration uh, Dan Snyder gave him a signed Sean Taylor jersey that he had, which was a very nice gesture. But I just think that number 21 should have stayed up in the uh, the ring of honor. What do you think on that? Yeah, man, I'm with you on that. Listen, I get the jersey, and you could see that the uh, Landon Collins got super emotional when they uh, presented him with the jersey. So I thought that was dope. Game worn, signed, the whole nine. Yeah, um, big, big time. To be honest with you, bro, like I know Collins is a is a good player, but I also feel like that puts a lot of un, like unnecessary yeah. pressure on the kid. You gotta live up to that hype now, man. But that's, that's the thing that's is, there's no number. such like. Listen, Collins is a good player. Mm-hmm. He's not Taylor. No way. Not so, you are trying to, and I'm, I'm not saying he's trying to, but the optic is gonna be, you know, he's oh well, he, we gave him his jersey, you know, he was a big fan. It's it's kind of setting him up for failure. The dude is not going to be able to replicate what we saw. Yeah. You know, I'll be at short time period. Um, God rest his soul. But he's not going to be able to 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 do the things that Taylor was. He was a one. He was a once in a generation player. Yeah. Like he, you hear players talk about him, and like like a myth, like like some like Bo Jackson. You know, like yeah. I was yeah. running, I caught the ball, I never run out of bounds for nobody, and then Taylor hit me and. That was and I the last woke thing up I in remember. the hospital three days later, and I still don't know what happened. Yeah, you know, he's the guy that goes to the Pro Bowl and makes the punter re- rethink, you know, life. Yeah. When he knocked out that poor punter. Um, Bill's so, punter, by the way. I'm sorry? It was a Bill's punter. Ah. Him on his ass. Yeah. Wow. Is that the last Pro Bowl player? No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, we digress. Man. I apologize. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think that's 
that's a big that's a big number to to wear. That's like going to Green Bay and wear number four, or going out to Baltimore and wearing fifty two or twenty. Like there, there's just certain numbers that you can't touch. Yeah, I like that Ed Reed one. He's a safety. Yeah. I, I I mess with that comparison. Yeah. I mean Ed Reed. Nobody's ever gonna wear Ed Reed's number in Baltimore. That man's he's a legend there. Yeah. And you know, you gotta throw it up. You gotta throw it up. Three of those guys. Great. <laughs> Hurricanes. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, man. But uh, guys, that's oh no. Before before we kind of close this out. Tariq Hill. Oh, this man. man set himself up for a giant payday and blew it. Yo, this is, but, all right, yes, that's the football aspect of it. And I know you're not meaning to undermine. Yeah, no, the, I'm, I'm not skipping over that fact. I'm doing the yeah, football side first no, and then, I yeah. You, I hear you. And from a football perspective and a business perspective, like, if you're his agent, You've got to be running your head into a brick wall. Yeah. Like this, you've you've been able to keep not him out of trouble, because if you if you do enough digging, you'll see that he's still this. You know, I know he, they say he's working on it, and he might very well be working on it. Not doing a good job of it, yeah. apparently. Um, but all he had to do was stay clean for like what a couple more months, if that. Is like that just training camp. I think he would have yeah. had his deal done by training camp. Dude, he cost himself boatloads of money. Boat boatload. The Brinks truck, all that. He and if you're the Chiefs, I mean you just got rid of Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Are you gonna do the same thing with, with Tyreek Hill? I mean, people are gonna, you know, say, Oh, well, there was a video, but I don't I think the sens- the sensitivity yeah. of the issue Right. Never mind that it was it was battery, but when you throw into the fact that it was a three year old whose arm is broken, and there's no rhyme or reason as to why the three year old has a broken arm. Yeah. You know, I don't need to see a video of that, bro. Yeah, you're a special type of asshole if you're hurting little kids. Yeah, like it's just and, plain and, and to mention, like that, man. And, and not to mention, <clears throat> excuse me. This is the same, you know, this is the same woman that he got caught, you know, beating on um, while she was while she was pregnant with the kid. So above all else, I hope, you know, if again, if they are allegations at this point, they don't really have any, you know, strong evidence, I guess, or facts to present. But if if any of this, any of it is is linked to him and the mother or, or one or the other, like. That kid's got to be put in a in a better environment. You can't have a kid being raised under those conditions. Yeah, it's just not safe for anybody. It's not good. Like you said, from the football side of it, dude, he cost himself a boatload of money. Um, with the way the NFL, you know, has to handle these situations, I I wouldn't put it out the realm of possibility for him to not be in the Chiefs uniform this season. I can and see I. Him. A suspension or getting released or something. Like I don't know. I guess it's because it's there's a kid involved. Like I know everyone deserves a second chance, but this guy is a repeat offender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true, man. Like like teams don't want to take on an Antonio Brown or or Odell Beckham Jr. because they have big personalities. But they're cool with taking someone who has real, like, real problems, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, going in the grand scheme of things, going, if you're Odell Beckham on a boat on your day off and chilling with the boys, although the picture was a bit too much for me. I don't know <laughs> if I'm taking, you know, I ain't doing all that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he, he's got a clean record. Like, he's yeah, he never gotten in trouble. With, yeah. He's never gotten in trouble with the law, you know? Uh, yeah. Antonio yeah. Brown, is he a headache? Sure. Did he Snapchat from the locker room when he shouldn't have? Yeah. All are not crimes, and teams weren't exactly beating down the door for Antonio Brown. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and the Giants felt like they had to get rid of Odell Beckham. How you can bring back a Tyreek Hill after something like this, again, if everything proves to be true, 
if I'm a team, I'm not I'm not touching that dude because that's the reason why he fell in the draft. Yeah, he dropped to the fifth round, like you were saying. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's unfortunate. I hate to see it, especially you know, I love the sport, so I want to see it prosper and the players, you know, to be known for good things. Yeah, for sure. Because you won't, you'll hear about this Tyreek Hill news for months now. You're not going to hear about all the the positive endeavors that other players are making because that's just not going to sell. People aren't going to click to hear some NFL player raised such and such money for his charity. Unfortunately, yeah. nobody's going to care. Or the people that do care are severely outweighed by the people that want to, you know, hear about the drama. Stories. Yeah, stories like this. It just it sucks. But let's end on a good note. NFL draft is a little little over a month away. Month I will be about a week. I will grace you with my presence. Joey will be live in studios. We will bring back live footage for well, maybe not live, but taped footage for you guys so you guys can ch- catch it on the YouTube channel. So stay yeah, maybe that. maybe we'll set something up where we can do like a live where people that want to watch, you know, the first the first what is it? Yeah, the first round on Thursday night with us, more than welcome to. And then you, my man, will be responsible for chopping up, making a little little segment of it. I'm yeah, sure some we'll stupid moments we'll get, will pop we'll up. It, we'll get it out to you guys. But um, follow us on all the social media platforms, www.thesportsfrenzypodcast.com. We're going to get you guys a link on there to Joey's profile at – where's it at? Joe? TSJ. TSJ Sports. Yeah, 101 Sports. Yeah, man. If you guys want to read some articles, I'm currently doing college basketball, and now we'll be switching over to NBA basketball once this March Madness, which I cannot wait. We are going to be ADD over here. I'm I'm right here, man. I'm sorry. This this game's (laughs) getting a little close. Fourth quarter. We're going to be hitting on all cylinders once this uh, tournament kicks off. We're going to have a special episode for that. I don't know how into the college basketball season you have been this year, but... We'll do it. Maybe we we'll fill out some brackets. Yeah, we got some good matchups coming up. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do another little wager come. <laughs> I can add to the jersey collection, man. Anytime you want. Oh, this guy. Disrespectful. And we got another segment to go. Guys, stay tuned. Um, we'll also put out a, a link to the Team Left Jab episode where Joey and I are going to guest and do um, a little debate on LeBron versus Jordan. So stay tuned for that. Find us on all the platforms. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace.